In Matthew 24, Jesus speaks in detail concerning the end times. Verse 1, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. The buildings of the temple had precious stones laid in them. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Everything we can see with our natural eyes will be torn down at the end of this world. God destroys this present heaven and earth by fire in the day of his wrath. Our kingdom is not of this world. Verse 3. And as Jesus sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? and of the end of this world. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. At the end time there will be many people coming, saying, Jesus is Lord, and because they say that, They will deceive many people. Verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences, and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. There is a period of time before the Great Tribulation that's called the beginning of sorrows, where you see wars, and you will see famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. And that is saying the Tribulation is coming. Those are the beginning of sorrows. I think it's gone on for centuries. John said they knew the last times began with the resurrection of Jesus. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, showed it was the last time, according to John. Now, Paul said things would get worse and worse. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, says Paul. But from the beginning of the church period, which was when Jesus was resurrected, that was the beginning of the last time. But it's just gotten worse and worse. Now, Peter says, 
One day in the eyes of the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. He doesn't see time like we see time. So to us, it's been 2,000 years since Jesus was resurrected. To God, it could look like two days. Therefore, you see why there's so much discrepancy in the length of time before the end of this world. But we are certainly seeing the cup fill up because wickedness is getting greater. Signs from the heavens, signs from God are very great. We're seeing the sea and the waves roaring. We're seeing earthquakes. We're seeing pestilences. Coronavirus of 2020 and the current earthquake in 2023 in Turkey and Syria should awaken church people. They may not awaken the world, but they should awaken the church people. Also, in the end times, Paul told us that people would be fierce. All of these killings should awaken the church people. Now, the world won't know what's happening, but the church people should. Back to Matthew 24, And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound at the end, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. The love of many will wax cold because there's so much iniquity around them. I think that means the love of many for the scriptures and the word of God will wax cold because they're surrounded by iniquity. Well, they'll be destroyed with the iniquity if they don't wake up and do what they have to do separating themselves to be saved. Verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. These podcasts go all over the world. Our blog goes all over the world. I think verse 14 has been fulfilled and continues to be fulfilled right now. Verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not seen since the beginning of the world to this time, nor ever shall be. It'll be worse than anything that's ever happened before or even in the future. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. It'll be so bad, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now this should show us that some of the elect are on the earth at the time of the Great Tribulation. The next three verses give sort of a sequence. Verse 29, Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days 
Shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. Verse 30, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. Why mourn? Why not rejoice? Because the tribes of the earth have been violating the word of God, and they know it's the end when they see the sign of Jesus in the clouds. He says, Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now, verse 31. And Jesus shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Verse 42. Jesus says, Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. Verse 44, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. So we have to stay ready every second of every day. How do we do that? We connect with God through prayer. One way that we stay ready is that every time a problem arises, We immediately turn to God and say, God, please show me what to do about this. Please give me wisdom. Connecting with God. It's not a matter of running next door and telling your neighbor the problem has happened or telling even a husband telling a wife or a wife telling a husband. It's a matter of telling God. Verse 45, Who then is a faithful and wise servant? whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of. And he shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Proverbs 12. Start at verse 1. Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproofs is brutish. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn, will the Lord 
condemn. Verse 3. A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. Verse 4. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. The words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Verse 7, the wicked are overthrown and are not, but the house of the righteous shall stand. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but he that is of a perverse heart, that means turned away from the truth, shall be despised. Verse 9, He that is despised and hath a servant is better than he that honoreth himself and lacketh bread. Verse 10, A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread, but he that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. Verse 13. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covereth shame. He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Verse 19, the lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil, but to counselors of peace is joy. Verse 21, There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. 
Verse 23, a prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaim foolishness. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. Verse 26, The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduces them. The slothful man roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. Verse 28. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.